Welcome to the Tan and Brad Hoffa Day Podcast. But I do remember seeing the uh, Haley's Comet. I remember that. I've seen Haley's Comet before. Is that one that comes around like every so many uh, so many years or something like, like that? Like 176 years or something like that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It was 1996. So chances are you and I saw it at the same time. Probably did, I would say. <laughs> I'm just, I, I have to wonder. So here we are hanging out this. We're getting ready to start the month of August, believe it or not. And uh, uh, it's the Hoffa Day podcast with Ted and Brad here, both of us announcers at uh, J103 Christian Radio in Chattanooga, Tennessee. And how did we land on Hoffa Day? Well, Brad served in Guam at a radio station there uh, for a while. And that's how they say, hey, how you doing? Basically, right? Yep. Hoffa Day. Mm -hmm. Uh, What music did you all play? There in Guam, um, you know what? It was such a, a diverse mix. So it was basically dance, top forty, reggae, pop. Was was Christian music even on the blip there in Guam? Uh, um, Transworld Radio's out there. Okay, and okay. that's one of their super hardcore five hundred thousand watts. Let's broadcast all the way to Asia. Yeah, since it was an you know that it was American Commonwealth. So if you went to the the with the south side of the island, and you'd see these huge towers. I mean, just incredibly huge towers. And we went there one time, and you could actually take a fluorescent light bulb, yes, and you could actually just hold it up near the towers, and it would completely light up right there. See, normally I would not believe Brad for telling a story like that, but I was getting ready to tell you my brother, one of my brother in laws and sister in laws got married, and they went to Guam because they had connections with Transworld Radio, and they put them up over there. And they told me that story, where you could walk out there with those big old long fluorescent tube yep. bulbs, and it would light up like a lightsaber yes. in the middle of the field there with all the towers. So. Yes, and it's 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 quite a sight to see, actually, if you have a chance to get out there. This so. time of year, what's the weather like on Guam? Uh, let's see. It's probably 80% chance of raining uh, every other hour, and it's probably 100 degrees. Is it like being in Florida where it's going to rain every day no matter what? Exactly. exactly. It always rains on Guam. You just don't know what hour it's going to rain, but you know it's going to rain. <laughs> it was 100 degrees on Christmas, though, to tell you anything. 100 degrees on mm-hmm. Christmas. But is it, a, is it a hot Christmas or is it a humid Christmas? Oh, it's right? totally humid. Oh, it's, it's the most humid thing. I mean, you think, I mean, because it's so close to the equator, it's like, it's like two degrees away from the, the equator. Okay. And so it's just, it's muggy 24-7 at 3 a.m. It's, you know, 80% muggy. So. Gotcha. Well, this uh, actually this this podcast is not about Guam, uh, no, so believe no. it or not. So uh, we are talking the uh, uh, right now. We're going to talk chase the rabbit, the current trend, basically. And and I'll tell you, it's uh, I, I never thought, Brad, when we did the April podcast, the episode, that we would still be talking about the effects of all this COVID stuff here going oh, yeah. into August. Yeah, that's true. So today, let's talk about, and, and this is can be a real divisive topic, and I don't want to go there, because I've, I've learned through this whole COVID experience that you know, you just have to do what God lays on your heart, and you have to take care of your family the way God tells you to take care of your family. And I'm not going to judge you if you think different than me, uh, and I will hope that you would not with me, but I know that's not always the case masks you and i here at j103 we've just handed out masks to everybody and and our our county mayor has issued a mask uh, mandate by the health department embrace it or not masks you know on a personal level i really don't care i mean and, and and i think about that myself too i'm like why don't i care you know if you want to wear a mask wear a mask if you don't want to wear a mask then don't wear a mask I mean, we've heard both sides of the story, and I could understand if you're if if you have a cough, you have a cold, or something like that. Yeah, wear the mask. But 
You know, I, I, if you don't wear the mask, you don't wear the mask. Um, my wife, on the other hand, is a great opponent to wearing a mask uh, due to the fact she's got a medical condition. And, and there's just so many different variables just to put into it. But I, I, I really don't think you need to, to, to wear a mask if you don't have to. And again, these are our personal opinions that you're going to hear us share right yeah. now. It doesn't reflect our, our ministry here at J103. And we're not sharing them to get you riled up and say, oh, I can't believe you think different than I do. Or, yeah, that's right, Ted, get them. You know, uh, our son, Chipper, my wife and I's son, Chipper, our youngest son, he's a welder. He works in a machine shop here in town, a metal shop. And uh, he's hearing impaired. And so according to the mandate, he doesn't have to wear a mask, okay? Because he relies on reading lips with uh, you know people, and so the way the mandate reads, he doesn't have to wear a mask, and neither does the main person that's communicating with him, either at work or at home or where if you're out and about. So he's got all these guys in the metalworking shop that want to be his best bud right ah. now. You know, I'm kidding at that, but but several of them are. You know, because he relies on reading lips and does right. that. Um, my personal opinion on the mask has kind of evolved. Uh, when it first came out, I was buying into all the talk and the hype over the um, you know the anti political stuff, and it's you're either on one side or you're on the other if you wear a mask, and and that was just because there was so much data that differed. You know, it depended on which medical professional you talked to, which medical science you were looking at. Yes, the mask helped, and it, it, it cuts it down, or no, it's bad for you, and blah, blah, blah. I had a guy that sent me a video. He was he works in some lab, and, and he, uh, um, he had this meter that they all used to check the oxygen level where they were. It may have been a nuclear plant, as far as I know. And he, uh, he put it right beside his mouth, and he set the timer. And it never went off, meaning there was no bad carbon dioxide or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Then he put a mask on and stuck it up the mask. And within a couple seconds, the thing started beeping and going crazy and all that. His point was, you shouldn't have to wear masks because it's bad for you. You're breathing mm-hmm. in carbon dioxide and all that. Wow. But then you hear other people, they're like, no, it's okay, it's okay. And and it has gotten pretty politically divisive. I mean, I wear a mask, and and I've been looked at a few times like, oh, I bet you you're a, you're more liberal-leaning or blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, I'm not. I'm conservative as they come and, and all of that. But so my whole point is if the county is asking us to wear masks, I'm going to wear a mask. And the reason that I'm going to wear a mask and not complain about wearing a mask and all of that is because if I complain – this again, this is just my opinion. Am I pointing people to the Lord exactly. by complaining and griping, or if I just wear it and go about my business? That's and that's what I do. I, I figure that you have such face recognition, uh, being on the air for 25 years, that if you walk into a store and you're not wearing a mask and they ask you to wear a mask, they'll be like, There's Ted, you know, where's your witness? And, and that's how I feel about it, too, you know. And, if it says wear a mask, and wear a mask. If you don't, you don't have to wear a mask. You don't wear a mask. Yeah, and you know, <laughs> some people will say, "Well, it's not a hundred percent. You know, it's not going to. It's not a hundred percent effective. Masks aren't to keep the COVID. What you're right, and there's no medical science, no scientist, Doctor Fauci, whoever the CDC, nobody's going to tell you that it's a hundred percent effective because it's not. But I saw something the other day that really, really struck a chord with me: seat belts are not 100% safe either. In every single accident, do seatbelts always save the life of the person in the accident? No. No, I was a firefighter for years, and we've had to cut people out of cars, out of their seatbelts that died because mm-hmm. they're in a car accident. Wow. But 
between 1% and 99%, there's a lot of people's lives. There's a lot of benefit in that there. So it's true. that's how I look Very at that true. there. Very true. I remember, Brad, and you may too. Do you remember riding down the road in your, in your parents' car, your grandparents' car, standing up in the front seat? Yeah. As a child? Yeah, in the, in the Volkswagen, 1963. Uh, we had a 1963 Volkswagen Beetle. And yeah, I mean, there was, I don't think there was even seatbelts in that thing. Right. And the dashboard was made out of steel. Yes. You know? And yes, so yes. if you did, mom or dad did have to slam on the brakes real hard, you just, you know, yeah, blacked you, your eye or blooded your nose, you know, because of fell that. Into so. the Fell into the, the floorboards, which were, you know, metal also. Deep. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I do remember that. So what things do you think have changed the most since you were young? Since since, since we young? were young, what do you think things have changed the most? Um, I would say probably, oh my gosh, what has changed the most since I've been young? Um, well, you know, things just come in such cycles, too. Um, I would just say technology. I meant when you and I were kids, there was a library. Yes. That's meant, that's, I it was meant, a big deal to get your library card. And I don't know about you, but I spent hours at the library. I mean, on a Saturday or a Sunday, I would get on my bike and take off for the library. And and I kid you not, I would stay there for four hours just going through books and, you know, just look and and just, I mean, that's what we had to do. We had the Encyclopedia Britannica. Oh, yeah. And now it's like information is instant. Mm-hmm. Where we would go home and say, "Gosh, I wonder what happened," you know, and we turn on the six o'clock news. Yes, and now you didn't Jesus. turn it on at three o'clock or at four or four thirty. No, no, because that o'clock. was, um, gosh, what was on back then? Cartoons at four o'clock in the afternoon. Yeah, that's right. We would watch uh, Romper Room, uh, Hobo Kelly, uh, Sheriff John. Uh, I'm trying to think of who else was really Zoom. Sesame Street, Electric Company. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that was all, I meant. And then I think mom and dad used to watch, well, they, they worked, but it would be like the Donahue show or, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know, wh- whoever. Phil Donahue. Yeah, Phil Donahue. So I know we're playing names that make no sense at all, but this is when you're a first grader yeah. or a second grader. That's what you watch. It's cartoons, man. I think people, people spend a whole lot more time together as families. Um, and his friends, friends played outside Here? a whole lot or more. Now or is it no changed? years, years ago when we were oh, young? Yeah, when yeah, we were yeah. young. Nowadays, it's such a novelty to be at home and to think I don't have anything to do today. You know, back when we were growing up, it was daily almost. You know, the, and I felt now I know my parents were busy at times. My dad worked, my mom stayed at home, and worked at home. You know, with us, but um, but it just seemed like things things definitely were a whole lot more slower. But here's one thing too, and I, and, and I had a conversation about this not too long ago. When I was in seventh, no, even before that, probably fourth or fifth grade, I could just take off. I mean, I could just say, I'm out, and I'd go ride my bike and five, six, seven miles to the riverbed or goof off. Try that now. Your face would be on the side of a milk carton. Exactly. Parents calling the police and Amber Alerts and stuff like that. Yes. It's It's sad. And so I, I, you know, I wonder what, what, and I said, and and, and I I, I talked to my wife and I said, what is the difference between then and now? Are we just more uh, attuned that there are all the weirdos out there? Or is it, there are now more weirdos out there? Why why are we locking our kids down? And, you know, she's explaining, she's like, 
the internet has just completely, you know, da 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 da. And I was just like, man. I remember hearing of the first the first child that I ever heard of being abducted. Um, it was a little red haired girl in Louisville, and you heard about it on the six o'clock news uh, type thing, and then you'd hear updates on that. And uh, and I think they finally found her remains at some point in time. Um, but I, I remember all that big time. I remember it as clear as day. I remember Adam Walsh. You know, the guy that was on America's Most, like started yeah, America's yeah, Most Wanted yeah. mm-hmm. when his son went missing and all of that. Yeah. But nowadays, you just don't hear. There's so many, yeah. you know, that you don't hear that much about it. You know, other things that have changed a lot since then, um, I think, are uh, are just the way that kids uh, want to, to. I think we try to put on the put on a mask, figuratively speaking, so many times. I don't think people are as transparent as they used to be. I think we're more guarded and more, uh, uh, you know, trying to keep up with the Joneses maybe or appearances are more important than what they were back then. That's just, again, the impression that I've gotten. Is it because of like Instagram and social media? I think so. I, I, I was making fun of my wife and daughter the other day because every time they go to take a picture. It's kicked the head to the side, oh, makes the hair a certain way, and all this kind of stuff. And again, my wife and daughter are beautiful, and so they, but they do every time. And so the other day I said, hey, you want me to take a, a picture of us? We were sitting at a wedding. They said, yeah. And so I put the camera up, but before I took the picture, I'm like, oh, hold on, wait a minute. And I started doing that with my hair and all that stuff. They were like, dad, stop. I'm like, oh, no, no, I'm just giving you a taste of your medicine, you know, that type thing. But but I think so. I think we're so self-conscious and things on that. And and again, the images that we portray on Facebook and things are, are not. False. Always, yeah, they're not always true and accurate. You know, and 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 we never had to suffer from the social depression, I guess you could say, because we don't look at Facebook at our age and go, "Oh, I wish I was like so and so." Golly gee, they're so much better than me. I mean, we didn't. We had our own lives back then. I mean, I was in Boy Scouts or at the ranch, you know, doing stuff like that. There was no such thing as in trying to compare yourself to anybody else because you never really saw them except at school. So. Yeah. But here's the key: as we wrap up this time of chasing this rabbit down the hole, um, no matter what changes, and this is probably I don't need to say this, but God's love for you never ever will change. It's always the same. Mm-hmm. He loves you. There's nothing that you or I or Brad can do to make God love us anymore. And there's nothing that Brad or you or me can do to make God love us any less. So hold on to that thought. Something else has changed over the time is the way you heard Brad mention technology, and that's the way that we receive music. You know, before you turned into AM radios. I remember AM radios, yep. FM radios, and CD players, and all this kind of stuff. And now, of course, the internet and uh, different streaming services. And so, J103, we want to keep up and make sure that we are applicable and relevant to your family. So, therefore, we have J Radio. It's a chance for you to tune in and listen to all kinds of genres of positive, encouraging music without any fear of what are my kids going to hear or this bad lyric or that bad lyric dropping in. You're not going to hear any of that with J-Radio. So check it out, jradio.com. The app for the Android is out and coming real, real soon. It will be out for uh, um, for all your uh, um, iPhones and things as well. jradio.com. Speaking of music, Brad, any current songs that we're playing on J-103 that are really uh, striking a chord with you striking a chord uh let's see um now i'm still digging the lightning song that seems to be the the from new the one afters. From, from the afters that seems to be the the summer um one that's really upbeat 
make your hands clap, stuff like that. So. This one's not as much of an upbeat one, but it's one that is, just came out from Matthew West called Truth Be Told. Have you heard that one on your show yeah, a couple that, times? Yeah, that actually is a good one. Then there's that one, uh, there's that one lyric in there that always catches me. It says, you said that the church is supposed to be like a hospital. Yeah. I thought that was very relevant for this Come time. just as you are, but I doubt it. You know, exactly that type thing. And the whole song is all about why don't we tell the truth? You know, line number one, you've got I've got it all together when I don't. I really don't. Uh, Great song from Matthew West. All right. Any observations from the trail here lately? Anything you've learned in your uh, exercise or in your fitness regime or nutrition or anything like that? Yeah. So um, I I took the day off uh, for my my birthday. And so I decided to go to the Cherokee Forest and uh, the roads were washed out. But I'm lucky I had the bike on the back. But I was uh, riding the bike and getting up to the trailhead that I was been looking for for the last two years and I still haven't found because I ran into bears. Oh. And so I'm thinking, you know, there has just been a lot of bears coming out. Uh-huh. And the reason is, is because uh, COVID is is one thing and it's just, uh, um, it, there's just not that many people out on trail. I mean, there was, there's some things that uh, when I usually see five or six or seven people, hey, you know, how you doing? Like every two miles, I've been out where it's like, chirps there's there's nothing out there so the so the bears are very uh are very active at the present time so if you have a chance do get bear spray i mean that's what i'm going to invest in next so uh, i usually go hiking by myself because no one likes to go just look there's not a trail let's just take this <laughs> and see what happens and so uh yeah if, if you go out just be aware that the bears and and the mountain lions are out and i don't think they're going to grab your kids and you know haul off but if just be aware that they are now in domesticated areas yeah and they're saying that because of all of the sheltering in place and people staying at home and quarantining and stuff that you know before when you're out on trail that in theory drives bears farther into the forest into the woods because they hear you and they want to stay away from you but the fact that not that many people been out they're coming out farther and farther and farther so while we're retreating into our homes they're coming out uh from that and we won't be any different once this virus goes away forget we'll be back out there again yes you know expanding our territory if you will um for me i've been riding the bike a whole lot more um put it on the back of my car the bike rack and i'll stop by camp jordan on the way home and and knock out about six miles in about 30 minutes or so and then uh or i'll go down to the battlefield park and ride around wilder tower from the museum and back and and those type things but something that i found and and that's another podcast that we that we have uh and, and that's the run for god podcast they've got an app it's the run for god app and if you're new to running you want to run a 5k race or whatever this app actually starts off it has the different workouts and you can actually run and it tells you when to walk Hmm. tells you when to run tells you how many calories you're burning how much time what your pace is and all of that and there's many apps out there but this one is a really cool one too it has bible verses and stuff on it cool and it also links to j radio hmm. uh if you want to use that as well so you can check that out come on let's go is another incredible ministry that i want to tell you about and uh it's part of the partners for christian media brand if you've ever found yourself discouraged from watching these videos online that are just uh you know bad content and terrible and, and drag you down Check out the videos on comeonsco.com. You're on there. 
I, I do have a video on there when I shared uh, uh, when I asked Jesus Christ into my heart and also how God helped me deal with the loss of my dad when my dad passed away. I'm so on there. You, you're on, tell me about your story that's on there. Uh, mine is about demonic intervention, which sounds like really big words, but it's just, uh, you know, before I was a Christian, mom and dad are not Christians, um, and uh, there was just some demonic things that happened in my life. Uh, younger on, and uh, when I came to Christ, um, I it was it, miracles. Night Mir- and day. Yeah, totally. Videos like that on just hope and encouragement, just being a mom and the tough struggles that you have, yeah. they're there. Check it out. Come That's on, true. let's go.com. All right, Brad, as we finish up our time for this month Good here. Good gravy already? Uh, yeah, it's coming gone. Man. Would you rather, this is one of our favorite things. I've heard people tell me out in public that they love our would you rathers the most. Uh, here we go. Would you rather, and again, you don't just answer one, you have to tell me why. Would you rather have one real get-out-of-jail-free card or a key that would open up any door? Get-out-of-jail-free card or a key that would open up any door. Wow. Now, are we? do we have to stay in a three-dimensional realm, physical, that door, or is it a door to the imagination? Or? No, it, it's real. It's a real oh, it's deal. A real deal. Real deal. If you were to break the law and get thrown in jail, you've got one use. You can, Yep, I'm out of here. See ya. Thanks. Can't okay. keep me. Or you've got a key that'll get you in any door. A key that will get me into any door. Yeah, I, I, I'm going to go with the key that will get me into any door. Why? The door would be to my grandfather's house back in 1984. Um... That's when my grandfather died. He, uh, his house was probably, I kid you not, probably 100 years old. Um, in fact, he was not even born in that house. That house was around before he was born. So he died in 84. So he was 84. He was born in 1900. But anyway, um, the house, um, the, the heater was so old, it just went up just like tinder it just oh wow yeah so if i could go back and just rescue my grandfather back oh in he died in the fire yeah he died in the wow fire. yeah so yeah i'd choose the key that choose the key that opens the door too just because i mean i, I don't see myself breaking the law willingly and saying but hey what, i can't wait till i do but that what you know? door would you open what door would i open yeah so you have oh, to open a door goodness. you just can't hold on to the key you know, well and again if i if i went if i use the key to open up any door like I'd say Fort Knox, you know, to get into where the gold oh, supposedly is. Oh, listen to this is. guy. But then again, I'd need my get-out-of-jail card exactly. free if I did that. So to me, it's just a convenience of having a key or having a key that, you know, on my key ring, I've got so many keys. Just being able to say, here's one key. That's all I need to get in any door. Do you know what keys are a symbol, symbol of, by the way? What's that? I use this as an illustration when I was a youth pastor. Keys are a symbol of sin. What? Think about it. Why do you have keys? To open to, to, to open a door, to access something? Uh, well, why, or to, or why, to, why, is, why don't you just go up and turn the door handle and open it? Because it's locked. Why? Why does it have to be locked? To keep people out or in. Why would you want to keep people out? Because there's something inside there that's maybe worth value. And so you think that person's going to what? Steal it? So sin. So the only reason we have keys is because of sin. I'm going to have to digest. <laughs> All right, last question. Would you rather live without the internet or live without air conditioning and heating? Oh, I'd rather live without air conditioning and heating. Uh, that that don't bother me a bit at all. In fact, I lived in California. We don't have air conditioning. Did I, you need it, though? No. 
I mean, it's, it's, it, I wouldn't want air conditioning either if I lived in a place of like paradise with a temperature where it needs to be all the time. Okay, are we talking about living here in... in uh, in um, For the rest of your life, you would never have internet or you would never have air conditioning. Oh, anymore. I got to have internet. I got to have internet. Really? Oh, yeah, because I'll build an air conditioner if I have to. Good, good gravy. <laughs> I remember growing up not having air conditioning. We always had heat. But I can remember not having air conditioning. We had fans that we'd put in the windows, the window fans and stuff. Okay, so was it a situation where just because where you lived, there was no air conditioning in houses? Yeah. Or it was at that point where air conditioning was coming. Central air had wasn't really a big thing. Yeah, then. see, that's it was what in it was. Kentucky, and I remember the first house we bought that had central air. We thought we were high cotton at that point. Ah, uh, and so everything. We never so. experienced air conditioning. I never experienced air conditioning until I left the state. And and God, where did I go? Ohio or something like that. And it was like. Like, you turn it on, and it was like, wait a minute, what? <laughs> Cold air? Hey, we always want to be real with you here on the Hoffa Day podcast. And so one of the topics that we occasionally throw you throw out, and Brad can use this topic anytime he wants to, um, and I can use it anytime I want to, but I'm not ever going to use it to ask Brad, and he's never going to ask me, but it's called Oops. I can't believe I blew it again. Yesterday, Brad, I uh, um, was online with a technical service rep. Okay. Uh, we were moving some stuff from an old laptop to my work laptop and things. And uh, I had our engineer on speakerphone, on my cell phone. And I had this tech service rep on the phone in my office, the hard, the desk phone. And we were talking, and I was frustrated because I'm not a computer-savvy type person, and, and I wasn't understanding. It was like people speaking Greek to me, and I'm in China, you know, that type thing. And so it finally got to the point where I thought the technical service rep was gone off the office phone because I couldn't see her number. You know, I couldn't. I, she wasn't responding, she, and I thought, well, we've lost her. She got disconnected or whatever. And so I was mentioning to our engineer. I said, you know what? That's just how it is sometimes with technical service. Sometimes you get somebody that's a lot of help and can really is on the ball. Then other times you have somebody that, well, doesn't really do much for you today, huh? She called back a little bit later on, and she said, hey, I just wanted to call and apologize. Was I not giving you the service that you wanted me to oh, give you? She was my. hearing. She could, I couldn't hear her right. because of my phone needs to be replaced, but but uh, she could hear every word that I said. Oh, my gosh. I felt so guilty. Still do. And so bad. I apologized to her. I said, I am so, so sorry. I got to thinking you know, that her company deals with all kinds of radio station mm-hmm. technical questions. Right. All genres. And here the Christian radio station was on the phone with her, Ooh. and I was insulting her. So it was a damage to my witness. So I apologized. She said she accepted my apology, and we went on from there and everything. And uh, But it just I learned a lesson yesterday, Brad. Wow. I learned a lesson. In fact, even when I was saying that, I, I, God just put a check in my heart to, hey, you just need to hush up, dude. You know. And, uh, um, and so anyway, don't do that. Make sure, you know, first of all, say make sure speakerphone's off, you know. But yeah. second of all, I shouldn't have said anything like that at all. So anyway, lessons learned. Humble pie yesterday choked on it, actually. Oh, but, uh, mercy. Eating crow once time. again, huh? Yes, that's right. That's right. I wish I could say something, but I haven't done anything stupid in no, a That's all right. Time. That's not the purpose. This is to get now, you. Now, hold on. You can call Laura or, excuse me, my wife, Beth, and you can ask her. So. Call, call his wife. God bless you. Thanks for hanging out with us here on the Hoffaday Podcast. Right we'll on. be back. It'll be September. What do you think? Are we still going to be dealing with COVID in September? Gosh, I hope not. I hope not. I, I do, but I, I, I do hope that uh, we're more sociably acceptable of each other. You have been listening to the Ted and Brad Hoffaday Podcast.